And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. We are sad to say E3 is over. What were our thoughts? What stood out to us? What disappointed us? We've also got a new member part of the team. All that and more on this episode of Real Beats Podcast. Well, I think before we get into E3, we have a couple announcements to make here. Um, we have uh, lost our... I don't know if... <laughs> I don't know if saying lost our dear friend, right? dear friend Krabs our is appropriate because he's still, he's still alive. But uh, uh, he has thrown his in his towel for the podcast and he is working on some other projects uh going on to do social media management uh but we wanted to give him just a moment of silence here for a minute oh guys well we have a big podcast on would you say deck a big big podcast on deck yep right it's, on deck. it's in the on deck circle and pokemon go so i had about 10 pounds of crab legs I had to go out and get hot dogs twice this week, and so that's been essentially my week is uh, getting hot dogs and sleeping and working. Um, I think something I really think about a lot. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) I can tell you're a deep thinker. And so because he <laughs> he has uh cut nice it out here. <laughs> yeah, it was like twenty seconds. There. Maybe like five seconds. We brought in someone new, someone awesome, someone cool. Uh someone who's ginger. What what? No, we got two gingers on the show. Team ginger, gotta represent. Real and dudes that is now 50% is ginger. <laughs> I wasn't an Watch always 50% out, ginger. Allergic. <clears throat> uh, if you want to, I mean, you could count me as, you know, 50%. So, I don't know. Anyways, well, uh, Cody you're both is now 100% on the show. ginger, and there's four of us. So, oh, crap. four divided by two, 50%. I thought Caleb was a ginger, so I guess uh, I'm not. Nice. Okay, my facts are mistaken. He's like more of a. If 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 Caleb was a spice, he would be a paprika. I was gonna say the same thing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Nutmeg. All right. But we have with us. He we have with us now, uh, Cody. Hello. I'm Cody. Cody, how are you? <laughs> Good. How are you guys doing? You are Cody. Yeah, I am. Uh, why don't you tell everybody your what your other name what what else are you known as uh name's cody uh gamer tag is gaki peregrine 2 on xbox live uh go by gaki most of the time so we will 
So we might call you Gaki sometimes here. That is totally fine by me. But uh, we think that that uh, you will fit perfectly in here. Indeed. E3 is over with. Yeah! yeah. Boo. Guys, I wish it could go on forever. Me too. You wish it was a 365-day event? Yes. Yes. And to kick things off, I'm going to kick it off this time like I did in the last episode. Uh-oh. All Hashtag right. FIFA us? hype. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Who's ready for some FIFA, baby? Uh, well. I feel like Madden ready? was more pronounced than FIFA was this year. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, for sure. I was shocked about the, uh, not really shocked, but surprised that they put a story mode into it. Wait, let's let's be clear. What? There was entirely too much Madden, but there was also a solid 10 to 15 minutes of FIFA. Like <laughs> I, I had 30 more. minutes to watch that press conference at work <laughs> and I saw nothing what, but Madden and FIFA before I had to go back to work. It was terrible. Disappointing lunch break there, Jake. Beyond disappointing. Beyond crushing. Uh, what about that car? Did you really enjoy seeing that car? Oh, no, you missed Forza, didn't you? Yeah, all I got was the sports. I missed everything. I don't think I the the Forza presentation didn't really impress me. It's a beautiful game, like normal, but it, I think this was the second year in a row that they revealed a car at their show. And I, you know, as a gamer, and I like cars, and I love Porsche, but I just that's not an event that I want to see a new car revealed. Personally, oh, I, I totally enjoyed the car reveal. I figured you would. <laughs> I figured you probably would have liked it more if it was a Beamer. Yeah, I respect the Porsches as well, but Beamer's Beamer would have been nice. Very nice. But, uh, yeah, so EA's, I don't know. I wasn't too impressed by it. Star Wars is beautiful. But our thing for this show, instead of going through each press conference, because that would take forever to do and, and mention every game, we kind of just wanted to go around the table here and talk about uh, uh, what what stood out to us at E3 this year. And to kick things right. off, uh, we are going to start with Jake. All righty. Um, my top things from E3, my favorite things that happened, um, of course, the Metroid Prime 4Ts. I was freaking out, jumping up and down, screaming, and... Uh, pretty much proceeded to dance around my house <laughs> for the rest of Did the you day. Cry? Any tears? Any man no, tears? I was very choked up, uh, and it was it's it's kind of ridiculous because it was literally just a logo. It wasn't even anything, but it's just the confirmation that was a promise <laughs> from Nintendo that the wait will be over soon. And that was enough yes, to get sir, me cho yes, choked up. And then there was the surprise. You know, the Nintendo spotlight's over. I'm still watching. My next favorite thing that happened at E3, Reggie comes on Nintendo's treehouse. Reggie, for those of you who don't know, Reggie fils may is the, uh, the president of Nintendo of America. He's just chilling in the treehouse and just drops a trailer for a new 3DS Metroid game. It's a remake of... Uh, Metroid 2, The Return of Samus, and the remake is called Metroid Samus Returns, so very confusion-inducing. 
But man, it, for a 3DS game, it looked terrific. I can't wait. That's mm-hmm. one that I tried to play when I was a kid. It was on the original was on Game Boy only, the original Game Boy. So it was all green and ugly, and it had no map, <laughs> and it was hard to find anything, and there were no power ups. So like you were battling the bosses at the end of the game with your starting crap. So I mean, it was crazy difficult to beat the game. And uh, I'm excited to be able to play it with some of the new bells and whistles that we've uh, grown accustomed to with the newer 2D uh, Metroid games. Um, I noticed real quick with that one, they were showing off how uh, the aiming on it is completely different from the other mm-hmm. one. Like it's completely 360. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, like yeah I like that. Instead yeah. of being uh, 45 degree aiming on 45 degree angles like traditional right. titles, it, it has used the little, uh, the tiny right thumbstick on the 3ds to to aim i liked the melee counter too that was pretty a pretty nice addition i can't get over how gorgeous that game looks on a 3ds like i know how just how and and anyone who's played 3ds knows that like when you watch them play it at a press conference it looks terrible i mean not terrible but it doesn't look like amazing when you play it on your 3ds it actually looks so much better like that's always kind of mystified me how pixelated it gets when they blow it up for a tv screen but man on it's mm-hmm. gonna look really nice on a new 2ds or 3ds did you did you like that it's it's not only 2d but it's kind of 2.5d yeah the, the cut scenes it did uh, kind of pan <clears throat> to the side i like that because that means that on my 3ds i'll still get those scenes will probably be real nice in 3d um, the whole yeah. game is supposed to be 3d. So I'd say it'll be like the backgrounds moving and the shots will kind of pop out a little bit and stuff that they can do. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Um, my next game, their next thing that I just liked was Anthem. I won't talk a lot about it because, uh, I know that's on some of your guys list too, probably, but, uh, we'll probably get in bigger discussion with it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, it was just a very, beautiful intriguing game i'm interested to see how deep the story is it's a bioware game so i'm gonna assume it's crazy deep not um, just any bioware game the main bioware studio is making this game none yep. of the smaller studios that are elsewhere but the main bioware studio is making this one so if you're a fan of like knights of the republic that's the same studio okay yep what's that game just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. And then just kidding. I uh, absolutely loved. I'm almost done. Just two more. I absolutely loved Mario Odyssey. Um, yes, finally sir. get yes, to see sir. that they unveiled the co-op, which looks crazy fun. I, uh, I love it so much. I, the thing I love most probably, I was watching them play, and the minute he jumped, went through the, the uh, pipe, and it went from him being in 3d to 2d like jumping along the wall kind of like in uh zelda link between worlds that just like it was so cool the music even changed from like modern kind of pretty mario mario music to like 8-bit retro style old mario music (laughs) it's it was just such a cool thing to see them do that i you know i just it made me appreciate the game all that much more i can't wait for that and then last one uh, was Monster Hunter World. Um, I wouldn't say it's one I'm... It's on my top because it caught me off guard. Um, yeah, fair enough. So far, only confirmed for... Uh, I believe it was PC, Xbox One, and PS4. 
Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because yeah. it was shown Let's, during uh, Sony's conference. Yeah, yeah. It, so I was it has been confirmed to be multi-platform, yeah. but so far they haven't said it's coming to Switch. I might get I wanna, it on I want to talk, talk about that for a minute because it's it wasn't announced for the Switch, right? Not yet. At the moment. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. So, and it plays different from other Monster Hunters. It, it seems more, ac- I don't want to say action-packed, but there is... Uh, different elements to it, like the zip line that that they yeah, had, or yeah. the it, grappling hook. It incorporated a lot of modern gaming elements. Like that's what kind of threw me for a loop while I was watching it, because usually you see something like that and you're like, okay, yeah, that's that's <coughs> Monster Hunter, or that's whatever title. But you know, I'm a longtime Monster Hunter fan, and it took me a minute. Like, I was like, that's Monster Hunter, but it doesn't look like Monster Hunter. I know, that's what I was saying. It's like, that's the bonus <laughs> yeah. word on the back of him, but it's... And, and it I doesn't. mean, the, the main enemy was just like a T-Rex, so it was like, that's kind of weak, but he was kind of neat, had some interesting things he was doing, and uh, I guess they played it a Big bit, schnozzle. and it just kind of threw me off not having the HUD and your little item wheel and all that stuff you're used to in the Monster Hunter games. I'm just interested to see how much of a divergence it is because it's supposed to be set in its own kind of thing. Like it's going to have some familiar monsters, but it is its own spin-off if that makes sense. Yeah. There yeah. was there was no multiplayer really shown. Do you, I wonder if there's going to be any multiplayer uh, in the game. There has at all. to be. There there is there in every Monster Hunter game. There's Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just haven't really felt comfortable with yeah. showing that all. Yeah, and I yet. was thrown by the the lack of companions for the last oh I don't know how many titles all the way back to try on the Wii. Yeah, you've had, and I think even some of the PlayStation Two maybe titles had the cats with you. Um, um I remember the cats were in in the PlayStation yeah. Two one, but it. It, I don't think they were your companions. I think you just oh, okay. you ran across them in the wild. And sometimes they would have little bombs that would blow up either on you or on yeah. a monster. Okay, well, I'm I'm just used to having, like, the little companions helping me out. And, like, Monster Hunters are really... It's, like, hyper-intense. The difficulty is so high. There's not really any other games I can compare it to. And I'm just hoping that in trying to incorporate all these new things, they still get that. Like, I want it to be challenging, but not difficult for just the sake of being difficult. Like, I've, I've said this in many yeah. games. There's hard games that are infuriating because it's not, it's not quality difficulty, if that right. makes sense. It's right. just hard for the yeah, sake of being you. hard. It's like things that require impeccable timing or something does way too much damage than it should, not not just requiring skill to take it down and thinking to beat your opponent. I hope they don't lose that with this yeah. title because it looks like they tried to add a lot of stuff to it. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I'm interested in seeing more. Solid, solid setup you got there. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. You got? Here are my top things that I at E3 in no particular order, by the way. So I don't want to take away from anything else. So first, I'm going to start off with Prime 4. Uh, just mm-hmm. like Jake, um, I'm excited. I'm a huge fan of the series. And when Nintendo dropped it, it was like, it was like, so in the last episode, Jake mentioned, if they mentioned Prime 4, it's going to be like Obi-Wan Kenobi when, when Alderaan just blew up, you know, the whole internet felt it. <laughs> yeah. I, I can, I can attest to that. I was yeah. one of those people for sure. You know, I, cause I couldn't watch it live cause I was at work, but I felt it. Yeah. I could feel it. You know, something happened. It just kind of felt something happen. I, oh yeah. I was, uh, driving home and I had it playing on my phone over the speakers 
And just the trailer alone, just the reveal of it being in outer space, and you saw the four, mm-hmm. it's like you knew exactly what it was. Oh, yeah. Like, and you could tell, like, people on the internet, they knew what it was, even though yeah. it just it was just this random space thing. People yeah. knew. And I will say one thing yeah. about that. I feel like... Like, it's not necessarily a missed opportunity, but it would have been really cool if Nintendo had waited to drop that until their floor had opened, like their personal space, because, you know, it dropped at noon and their their room didn't open up to like one or one thirty. So right. I, I just I wish I could have seen like, you know, 400 people in there watching a monitor and then that drops and just oh, everyone right. losing yeah. their minds. Start <sighs> smashing their TVs and stuff. Well, there, are, there is uploaded. a video out there of people like fans watching at the Nintendo store in New York. Yeah. Which I think was fantastic, but that's as, that's as close as we could get. Yeah. yeah. Losing their mind. I lost my mind. Like I said, I felt it. I felt it. I didn't know what it was, but I felt it. I really hope we see something more about that game before the year ends. I think we will just through directs and stuff. I think we'll yeah. get little, little tidbits, not too much um, because from what I understand, Prime 4 just entered development not too long ago. Yeah. So, you know, I think it'll be about a, at least two years off before we see it. But at yeah. least we know it's coming. And that's all we needed from Nintendo was confirmation that this game is real. And they, they delivered. They did, for sure. And to piggyback off the Prime 4 announcement, people what. what what people were clamoring for, and what I was clamoring for as well during that Pokemon Direct right before E3 was the a full Pokemon RPG to Switch. No announcement came, but you know what? They announced it during E3. Same deal. Uh, you know, I'm just hyped to get a full-on Pokemon game on a Switch. I think the Switch would fit it perfectly. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Pokemon games look fantastic on the 3DS right now. So I'm excited to see what Game Freak is going to do with uh, a Pokemon game on a Switch and the games that um, how they how they look right now. I think a Pokemon game would look fantastic, and I just can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. I'll tell you and from what I understand. Oh, go ahead. I'll tell you right now that if yeah. your Pokemon follow you around while you're walking around outside their Pokeballs. It'll be my favorite oh, yeah. entry in the series of all time because yeah. right now, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's sure. heart gold soul silver because that happened. Your Pokemon followed you around, and yeah. uh, oh, that would just make my dreams come true. Me too. I just I cannot wait. This is that is a dream since I played the first Pokemon Red on the original Game Boy. That has been my dream to play a full fledged Pokemon game on a console, and it's about to happen. Yeah. So that is why I'm excited for this. So moving on, something a little different, something a little maybe odd. It wasn't necessarily a game announcement per se, but rather a feature. We're going to get cross-platform confirmed on Minecraft and Rocket League with the Switch version and the Xbox version and the PC version of those games. Yeah, yeah, really. It's about time. About time. Um, I play a little Rocket League. Um, I'm not very good at it. Right, it's right. a difficult game. It, it is fun, mm-hmm. but I am looking forward more to cross-platform Minecraft. And, and that says a lot because I went on a little... Uh, Rant? Like I stopped playing my, yeah, I stopped playing Minecraft for a while, and then we started playing again recently. And to be able to play with other people from different, different platforms will be a lot of fun and a... Uh, 
um, what's the word? I don't know. It'll be a lot of fun, though. Oh, yeah, it'll, for sure. It'll be nice, nice for us to have that capability. Even though I have Minecraft on PC, Xbox One, and Switch, now I have the opportunity to, like, you know what? I feel like playing my Switch, and I'm going to play with my buds, too, on Minecraft at the same time. Like, that's going to be awesome. And yeah. they recently confirmed, Mojang uh, recently confirmed that on the Switch, if you're going to play with your friends on, say, Xbox or PC, it uses the Xbox Live um, you uh, set up, I guess. So I don't know how that exactly works, but they said you're going to have to log into Xbox Live to play with your friends on Xbox and PC. So does so, that mean that all like Nintendo and PC players will have to have an Xbox Live membership in order, that's to, what it in order to play like, cross-platform? That's what it sounds I, like. So I don't hmm. know about PC because um, I know that their stuff is handled through the Windows Store. So right, I don't know there, right. but also on the, on the switch front, I don't think you will have to have an active Xbox live subscription. You just to okay. access those servers, you have to, to put in your like windows live ID. You have to log in with your Xbox account. It didn't specify if you had to have Xbox live gold or not. We'll find that out later. I think. Yeah. yeah. It's something to watch out for, for sure. Oh, yeah, it's something to watch out for. Psionics didn't say with Rocket League how that will work out just yet, but the fact that they have it up and running, I think that's fantastic. So next, um, <laughs> I'm going to say the PC gaming show. I'm going to say the best for last. Okay. <laughs> so the PC, the PC gaming show, to me, it was super cringeworthy. I'll admit that. But the games that were there were fantastic. I feel like it was yeah. just one hit after another. Did not disappoint. You know, Age of Empires HD remake. Uh, they oh, showed so off. excited for that. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that and I was just like, I have to have it because I've only played Age of Empires 2. And yeah. just the way the new one looks, the HD remake compared to the original Age yeah. of Empires has me just ecstatic. It has me excited. Oh, yeah. And we got we also got the uh, XCOM announcement too for that the new DLC for XCOM two. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that uh, I didn't yeah. know Wargroove was gonna be on PC. I thought it was a Switch only title, so now yeah. I, I have to battle that. Um, even though it was the same exact trailer that Nintendo showed off when they showed off Wargroove, I was it still had me pumped. Yeah, and I just just the PC gaming show because there was a lot of indie games that I'm not I can't think of right now, but at the same time it was just like what what what. It was like it was a long, long conference. Yeah, it, it was, like. and I did not the, expect that from the PC gaming show. Just to no, be so I didn't either. Epic, cringeworthy, but epic nonetheless. Now, only if we could get an HD remaster of the original StarCraft. I'm sure it's coming. I, I'm pretty sure that's coming because I, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I heard that announced. That would be nice. So, like I said, I'm saving so, the best for last. <laughs> I wonder what that would be. Oh, I don't know. You know, just yeah. a game I've been talking about. And what I've mentioned at least once every episode, right? So the Beyond Good and Evil 2 announcement finally came with a full-on trailer. Good night. I, I, I'll admit, I teared up a bit when I, that's when it came out. And I saw that Michel Ansel, even he was... I cannot... I, what, the dude, that, what that dude went through to make that game, I'm sure, has been a living nightmare. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't even know what else to say. Beyond Good and Evil, I know Michelle Ansel, he's been trying to make Beyond Good and Evil 2 since the first one completed. 
Yeah. We got a teaser in 2008, which I rewatched that teaser yesterday, and it looks nothing like what we had at E3 this past week. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see what they're going to do with that game. So, and I was reading during an interview with Michelle. Um, apparently, at the moment, you create your own character and you can create your own story, and there may even be multiplayer involved. Which, oh, really? Yes. Because they didn't. I mean, they really didn't show a whole any gameplay at all from what they revealed on the trailer. No. But I, I, I heard something about uh, character creation and like I wonder what they would do. How they would incorporate that into the Beyond Good and Evil? I agree, and I just world. I just cannot wait. <laughs> I am so happy. You should have seen me. Okay, so quick story, guys. I I could not watch the conference live because I had um some things, some errands I had to run. So I was actually on my way home when Jake you texted me and said Beyond Good and Evil Two, and I freaked out in the car, and I was literally like five minutes away from my house. As soon as I got home. That was literally the first thing I looked up, and I was not disappointed. So I cannot wait to see what Ubisoft and Michelle Antoine has brought for us. So those are my top things yeah. at E3. Awesome. Um, you have got a solid lineup. Uh, next in line would be Cody. Cody, what are you looking forward to that was showed off at E3 this year? As previously mentioned, um, <laughs> the release of the Porsche 911 GT2 RS was extremely cool. However, I will never be able to afford one, yet see one in real life. But just that a gaming show was able to have the first release of a world-class hyper production car was super cool. And I didn't honestly know they did that last year. So that was super cool. Um, uh, second of all, um, I was excited to hear, honestly, that Life is Strange is getting a prequel, sequel story to it. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, I, too. Yeah, I was surprised about that. That was, more like, one of my first, like, storyline-driven games with a, like, neat hook to it. So I'm excited to see where they take it in the future. However, it's in the past. Just to see yeah. where the story continues. <laughs> it's and a little confusing. I'm so, not going to spoil question. the I have... original Life is Strange, but for anyone who hasn't played it, but I do recommend it for anyone who can. Okay, because that's what I was going to ask. I have episode one downloaded. Would you recommend I go through it? Yes. Okay, because the prequel looked really interesting. I, that's, I looked up quite a few gameplay footage of it, and it looked really interesting. Yeah, it was... It's a neat game, uh, an interesting concept and um, timeline story driven, um, which like each, each choice you make affects how the rest of the story goes. And it's very fam familiar to those, uh, the Telltale games, yeah. right? Yeah. And I don't know, that was my first type of like Telltale game that I experienced. So I'm definitely looking forward to prequel of that. I um, believe I pre-ordered it already, so that one's definitely going to get wow, played. Wow, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, next off, What's next, next off, um, Anthem, as previously mentioned by Jake. Um, I'm not going to also go into too much info on it because I think it's on pretty much everyone's list. But yeah, from, for sure. from what I've seen, a lot of people are excited about that from the difference of concept to um open world and everything of it 
it's definitely going to be a neat game to watch and hopefully it lives up to all the hype and everything that it has drawn so far. My thing, I hope it doesn't suffer the same thing like Destiny 1 and The Division suffered from is, you know, once you finish the stories, what else is there to do? But I have confidence because it's Bioware. Yeah. And yeah. they usually deliver. Not Montreal. No, not Bioware. Montreal. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got, say, Anthem. And then, what does that put you to three right now? What's your fourth one? Um, fourth one, uh, Darwin Project. It seems neat because it's, from what I know, one of the first that will come to um, Xbox console. Uh, the way. Mm-hmm. You can you drop into an area with other people and you have to use whatever's given to you and, and how it's like kind of cartoonish and animated seems really neat as well. Is is Mixer kind of tied into the game too? From, or was that just part of the live stream no, itself? From what I was seeing during um, Microsoft's live stream, when they had the dude broadcasting over it like it was some um, Italy yeah, gaming event. Um, from what it yeah. showed, um, one player got a shield bubble around them. And during that okay. time, the announcer said a mixer interactive streamer gave this dude a bonus. Oh, so okay. from what I'm assuming oh, is okay. in mixer live streaming, there's a way to interact with the games, give people bonuses and uh, upgrades and stuff like that. It's definitely yeah. something to watch out for see how it works but just to see how a live streaming can put you in the game as well when you're sitting at home or sitting at work not actually playing the game yeah. and how you can interact with your favorite streamers or the person you want to win in the game it's going to be neat to watch and participate in yeah i i didn't remember this being shown at the microsoft event until i Went back and YouTube it again, mm-hmm. and then I remember exactly had the guy standing up there announcing everything going on, and like kudos to that dude because he did really good. He didn't <laughs> he didn't mess up in front of everybody. Yeah, right. I couldn't do it. Uh, so Darwin Project, and then what else? What else you got there? It's also not a game as referred to um, by Carrington. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's not cross-platform, but how Xbox and Microsoft is bringing back the original Xbox backwards compatibility, the ability to play those old beloved games Mm -hmm. once again. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll be interesting to see what games they bring back first, because I know Xbox 360, there's games that still haven't been um, released yet. Cough, cough, uh, Midnight Club. But um, (laughs) so it'll be interesting to see what they bring back. Um, when they bring them back, uh, so Crimson Skies, Crimson Skies, yes, 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 and that's exciting. So, what is there? Is there a big demand for original Xbox games? Yes, yeah. Because I was like thinking, what? I mean, what else? For me personally, uh, Ghost Recon Two is on that list for sure. Um, Fusion Frenzy was confirmed, and that's on the list right now. Project Gotham mm. Racing. Oh my gosh, the possibilities are endless right now with OG Xbox. Star Wars Obi Wan. Oh, just kidding. We don't need that. Ever. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was about to say, say man, I'm, I'm about to cut your throat. <laughs> <laughs> 
And one thing yeah, I'm really excited for when it comes to OG Xbox, system link games can work across all generations of Xbox. So if you're playing on OG Xbox, like an original Xbox, you can hook it up to a 360 or an Xbox One or have a mix of all three and still play multiplayer games across all three, which is incredible. Yeah. I'm interested to see what games they are going to bring back from original Xbox. Hopefully it comes later this year. I think. Yeah. I don't know. That's just speculation on my part. Within the year. How's it within the year? How's that? Within the year. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Now it's up to you. All right. Yeah, Kyle. It's your turn, bruh. Well, I don't know. I I was going to do this in order, but I think I'm going to change it a little bit just so we can discuss about the last game I mentioned. Okay. So, last episode, our thoughts on Mario Rabbids was pretty negative. I thought. <laughs> Kinda, looking at you, Jake. Looking at you. No, mine too, man. I, I didn't. I, I thought it would be interesting, but I really just the idea of them coming together just kind of put a. Uh, it was just a weird taste in my mouth per se. But after seeing the trailer and the gameplay, I am all for it. I think. I uh, the the combat in it is kind of. They're saying it's similar to XCOM, so it's Mario XCOM with how it's uh, – uh, there's a tactics RPG kind of behind it. But just seeing those little characters and how they flow together and how they uh, – how good the rabbits look in Mario's world. And, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Did you guys feel the same for that? Absolutely. Did, are you excited for it? Um, yes. Okay. I will, I will reenact what we did last episode. <laughs> Mario Rabbids the RPG. Eh, let's moving on. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'm gonna eat those words <laughs> because yeah. it surprised the heck out of me. I was very impressed. The combat looks solid. I love the quirkiness of the characters while still working together. Rabbit Peach was cracking me up. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they said there's a bunch more characters to unlock, so that's great. The the combat system looks deep. Um, yeah, it just all around surprised me. I, I'm really, uh, really looking forward to it. And freaking yeah. Miyamoto at Ubisoft's conference. I know, what the man. Heck? I that was, was like, awesome. This is Scott, he, yep. I, I, don't, I don't know if this is an appropriate word, but it's like, <laughs> it's so cute just seeing him and, and uh, the... I'm sorry, I don't know his name. The guy from Ubisoft, they're both with their blasters in their hands looking at each yeah. other just for a moment. Like, that was so cool. And I will I will say, I've had some unkind words I've said in the past about Miyamoto, but it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> like, I think we I have to go back a couple episodes, Jake, and we can figure that out. <laughs> because he wants to just keep making Pikmin games forever and not give me F-Zero. So I have reasons to be irritated. Yeah. But uh, I still yeah. love the guy. He gave me Mario and Zelda and F-Zero and everything I love about Nintendo. It's He's responsible for most of it. Yeah, I am uh, super excited for it. To be honest, I was a little scared to text anybody and be like, I'm kind of digging this game a lot because <laughs> I was afraid I was going to get a, uh, a lot of uh, thumbs down and, you know, just just. Just a lot of hate. Two say. thumbs but up. To back- oh, we got ups. We haven't had that yet from Jake. I was going to say your love-hate relationship. What if Miyamoto collaborates with Turn 10, and next year they reveal the first live uh, F-Zero 
car. It's just a hover car. That would be uh, that'd be all right with me as long as it's a blue Falcon and I get to drive it. Actually, Sega made yeah. the last F Zero game, so. Oh really? Yeah, it was a it was a big collaboration. It was like Nintendo oversaw it, and one of Sega's studios developed it, and it's the best F Zero yet. So, um, going on to the next one, uh, the last night is a indie game um that is really neat looking it's it's a 2d cyberpunk indie side scroller and the reason i really like it is it's got uh a really neat art style to it it's it's a lot of neon colors and it's bright and it's also got like kind of a dark atmosphere to it i don't remember a whole lot of gameplay to it it seemed like just a lot of little cutscenes and stuff um but the way that it's going, it, uh, it kind of looks like it's a stealthy type game. Like you're doing a lot of hiding, and uh, it's it's supposed to have inspiration from Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. I don't know. Have you guys, either of you, played that, or any of you played it? I played yep. it briefly. Okay, uh, that was a game from the original PlayStation that I and Xbox loved. Yeah, and original yeah. OG yeah. Xbox boy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I. I love that game. It was, it's it's it was just such a cool and unique game, and I wish they would make either a remaster of it or uh, uh, just another Odd World game. But just the stealth behind it and the story behind it was so neat. So I'm really looking forward you, to last night. Did you play the one that came out last year, New and Tasty? No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I haven't. I don't know anyone who's played it. I was just wondering what your opinion was if you had. No, I will say I'm also excited for the last night because that was during the PC gaming show, and that was one that uh, surprised me. It, yeah, and they brought the the guy out from the studio, and I could not, sadly, I couldn't understand him too well. But he started out with a public announcement and a public apology. Yeah, I don't remember what that was about because that French accent was really strong. So I did research on it, and apparently back in 2014, he made out some tweets that were anti-feminist and along just other political type things, and people did did not take it too well on Twitter. 2014. Do people even remember that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He. So I'm wondering if they're getting a lot of hate, and he's trying to make things clear so it doesn't affect the game release and and people wanting to play the game. Next. Shadow of the Colossus remaster. I was blown away by it. I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, they did the remaster for PS3, which wasn't really a true remaster. It was just kind of up-res graphics. And this is a true remaster. So I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm just so excited to see this game and I want to play it and just see if they've added anything to it since they kind of redid the entire game. Did they add new Titans or Colossus to it? Did they uh, add any more gameplay elements to it? Or I wonder how the controls feel. I just I cannot wait to see more of this game. Uh, following that was Metroid Prime 4, along with you guys. I think we discussed that enough. Well, it's, I think... Uh, in the last episode, you said if Prime 4 got announced, you would get a Switch the next day. So did yes. you make true on that promise? No. So <laughs> I've got a wife, and uh, we came to the agreement. I, I uh, am graduating from uh, Surge, Surge Tech School 
on the 30th of June. And so after I graduate, I can pick one up. It's kind of a gift for myself. Is that LT I tried Surge, arguing against that, like but it doesn't work. Huh? Pokemon Gym Master from Red and yeah. Blue? <laughs> yes, I graduated <laughs> from that school. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so I'm excited for that. I And I am going to get a Switch, I think. Uh, right now, I think Mario and Zelda is enough to sell anyone a Switch. Uh, the new Odyssey coming out, which isn't on my list, though I almost put it on there. I think those two games are strong enough to purchase a Switch at this point. Uh, and then, last, Anthem. I don't know a whole lot about it, and we all kind of, uh, almost all of us had it on our list here, and we didn't really talk a whole lot about it. What do you guys think of this game? Well, I think that it's certainly going to, uh, I hope, I hope, how's that? I hope it's going to certainly blow like Destiny 1 and The Division out of the water because I feel like mm-hmm. that kind of game, I think we're going to see a lot more of them. And I'm waiting for that one franchise or that one game to really take everything to the next level and just absolutely blow us all away and blow everything out of the I water. I think that's going to be Destiny yeah. 2, friend. I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say that. Like I feel like Destiny 2 is going to do that, but I want to see like a new publisher to do that. And I think Bioware is the yeah. perfect company to do that. Do you think it'll follow along the lines of Mass Effect and, uh, excuse me, Dragon Age? Like, is it going to be a really, like, a story driven game, or do you think it'll just be this open world experience? I sure hope it's story driven. I think, I think, because Bioware is story driven anyway, if you look at all of their games. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be another story driven game. And we're just going to be a part of it and just enjoy the ride yeah. kind of deal. Um, yeah. I was watching some interviews or, well, I guess the aftermath, people discussing the interviews with the uh, the dev. And they're talking about how uh, there are people asking if single player, if you'd be able to do the story single player. Because um, he, he did say that it had a very strong story, as as is the custom with Bioware. And he said you can do it completely by yourself. You might have people that you run across other players online, like in the game world, because it is a shared game world. But he said everything can be done by yourself. Um, hmm. My only thing with the game is I think for a lot of people who've already played some of the other similar titles the thing that would sell Anthem is if it doesn't try to go for me, if it doesn't try to go head to head with destiny or whatever else, um, it, it needs, it, yeah, it needs game. to find its way to be its own thing. So people aren't just saying, Oh yeah, that's a destiny ripoff or, you know, it, it shouldn't divide the community. I should be able to play yeah. both and it be justified for me to play both. I want to play Anthem. I want to play Destiny 2. I want Anthem to give me a reason to play it alongside my other games. Yeah, I remember when they showed when they first showed the gameplay at the Microsoft conference, I saw multiple tweets like uh, Destiny ripoff or this looks like Destiny or just a lot of a lot of people just thinking that it's destiny inspired and i hope for that same thing too jake that that it's its own game i think we're gonna see a lot more games like it as things like bandwidth and um become more available and 
I think that I, I, I can't remember who it was. I think it was, uh, Oh, the Dan, uh, I, why can't I think of his last name right now? Maybe it's cause I had some sake. <laughs> Dan Dytek, he said that these kinds of games, he said this like 15 years ago that these each game what? finds a way to make itself special. And that's what I'm looking well, for. Well, yeah. But he said we were going to see more. 15 years ago, he predicted we were going to see games like Destiny that they would be the, 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 the they would be the norm. So I think <laughs> we're just going to see more titles like it. I yeah, hopefully we do. I the gameplay looked cool, and I loved how when when their character kind of just stepped out of the city in the exosuit just slammed right yeah, down next to him. I love the idea of the exosuit. Those are just normal people, like freelancers, going out doing yeah. missions in these exosuits. Yeah. I love that. That's a sweet idea. I'm Iron Man out helping yeah. people and getting yeah. paid That's for exactly it. What That's exactly what That's freaking you know. sweet. Yeah. You know, just build on that. Don't, um, you know, people need to stop comparing stuff. It irritates me. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> now she, she, yeah. Do you, so when you look back on the trailer, they flew around, they saw a giant monster and they decide to avoid it. And then they, they found a, uh, pack of, I think they're called scars, mm-hmm. scars or scabs, the enemies. And they took those guys out, those monsters. And then the storm came. Do you think that there's any significance to those storms? Like, are we going to encounter storms, and what are they going to be tele- like places that teleport us to a different dimension, and we have to fly through them? Or yeah, I was wondering uh, about that too. It was very intriguing. I think there's some neat things they could do with that. I don't. I'm not going to speculate on it right now because there's so many things they could do with it. But it looked very yeah. graphically. It was super impressive, and it kind of. Tweaked a little spot in my memory to when um, Gears of War 4 was making its rounds at E3, the dynamic storms they showed in that footage. It, yeah. It looked kind of like that. It looked, I mean, the graphic graphically, it was a really cool effect. Impressive. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, really impressive, especially on that Xbox One. All right. So we have yeah. spent... 48 minutes so far going over our top things. What do you say we, know. Know. we kind of uh, move through let, the disappointments real fast, kind of spark note it? Yeah, let's uh, hold on. Before we get to disappointments, let's go ahead and take a break right. real quick. Hey, 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 it's your boy Carrington with Real Dudes Podcast here to tell you about our affiliate. And am I going to talk about Podbean this time? Well, kind of. So we at RDP have several affiliates now. We want you to check them out and do business with them because we love doing business with them also. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about them. So head on over to our brand new website, realdudespodcast.com. Head on over to the affiliate link that's there on the header. And you can see all of our affiliates there, such as Podbean if you want to start your own podcast. Green Man Gaming offers great prices for uh, all PC games out there. Uh, Razer uh, for any of your gear that you may have, as well as Guild Wars 2, which is an amazing game. I would highly check it out. So check out our website, realdudespodcast.com slash affiliates, or just head over to realdudespodcast.com and just check out the affiliate links over there. Thank you so much. We highly recommend all of our affiliates we love them all we want you to love them as much as we do so head on over there have a great time and as always have a rad day let's get back to this episode about e3 
guys, we also wanted to uh, let all of our uh, fans know that we have started a Real Dudes podcast Discord. Uh, friendly place for fans of the show or just fans of gaming in general can come to talk about the latest news and uh, goings on in the gaming world. If uh, you want to join that, hit us up on Twitter. We can get you an instant invite and uh, we'd be happy to uh, grow our community there, talk with you guys and uh, hang out. We here at Real Dudes want to give a huge shout out to Guitar Man for letting us use his music on this episode. You can find more of his music on SoundCloud and be sure to give him a follow on Twitter at I am Guitar Man. That is G-I-T-A-R-U-M-A-N. Thanks, and let's get back to this episode. Going back into E3 discussion quickly, let's go uh, through our disappointments of E3. Jake, tell us what you think. What disappointed right. you? I'm just going to read my short list of disappointments. If there's anything you want explanation on, just ask me when I'm finished. All right. Uh, Number one, Monster Hunter Double Cross not coming to the West. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, Sony being big, big turds and not being cross-platform with everyone else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Xbox not having really any first-party titles that were of substance. There were a couple that were intriguing, but pretty much the whole... I'll just say EA, Xbox, and Bethesda. Yeah. Aside from like one game apiece, they were big turds. Um. Nintendo didn't announce any Amiibo for the game Arms. I was kind of bummed by that. Uh, From Software didn't say anything. They weren't. I don't even know if they were present. And then just uh, EA, the quantity of FIFA and Madden <laughs> and that horrible, horrible I, content hey, creator listen, on YouTube I've never who had couldn't any, talk. Any interest in Madden games? That's never been my type of game to play. But. The fact that they're putting a story into the game kind of grabbed my attention a little bit. But other than that, I don't, I don't have any interest in it. And I did not like the press conference. <laughs> hey, no. Don't, don't cut that out. Don't cut that out. Don't hate, don't, don't hate on me, man. That, that YouTuber guy, man, that guy should quit his job yeah. and go be like oh, a fry cook at McDonald's because that was terrible. Terrible. Oh, if I remember, that dude is from... Uh, BF versus GF, and they are no longer together. And I don't even know what he's doing now. So I was surprised to even are you, see him. Are you yeah. talking about the guy that introduced? Uh, was it the crew? I think so. He was just he like, was wearing a jean jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Guys, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was I cringeworthy. Create, uh, content on YouTube. Here's this guy. <laughs> that was awful. Oh, Good night. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah, so that bad. Was terrible. Uh, okay, character? Yes, so Sony press conference to me was a disappointment. So the first, what, maybe 10 to 15 minutes, there was like hardly any sound. So they were obviously having audio issues. <laughs> so we couldn't even hear what was going on in the, these trailers that were being shown. And then on top of that, I felt like overall, none of the trailers really hit me. I mean, there were a few like the, you know, the Shadow of the Colossus trailer was epic, obviously. Um God of War. I'm not a fan of God of War, but I thought the trailer was really cool. Um, but other than that, it was just kind of like, eh, 
You know, I could have. Sony usually brings it. Like for the past three, four years, yeah. Sony has brought it, yeah. and they did not bring it this year. So it yeah. was a they, lot of stuff they, they've shown before that that irks me. You'll hear me every year when it comes to E3. If you show a trailer for a game that you showed the same trailer for last year, you don't get points. No, you do That's not my get rule. points. You do not get and points. <laughs> it was also such a headache seeing the double screen. Yeah, yeah, it was, and that was kind of weird too. Especially with the Spider-Man when they had the city behind them, behind the screen, and then the city on the screen, they were rolling it out, and it was like, it almost hurt my eyes. Yeah, I didn't and get that. short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 6'3". People under five foot tall freak me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, man, I'm like 5'4". Does that count for your, come right your daughter, too? Does your daughter freak you out? Well, no, infants don't count. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm not afraid of infants. I'm afraid of grown adults <laughs> who I can't see when I turn around. <laughs> and moving on, um, I was a little upset that there was no F Zero announcement during Nintendo's press conference. I thought we would get maybe a little something like the way Prime Form Pokemon got, but we got nothing. So I was kind of surprised by that. Um, not surprised being a huge beyond good evil guys everyone knows i was hoping for some gameplay footage like after the conference but they they're not talking about it at all right now so other than it's out and you can there's some sort of thing you can sign up for which i of course i did so we'll see what happens um i was hoping for that new fire emblem that nintendo announced a few months ago during that direct i thought we were going to get a little bit more stuff Nothing. But we got nothing, and I was yeah. I was shocked. We got more Fire Maybe Emblem Warriors to do a Fire Emblem direct soon. Are you guys gonna play Fire Emblem Warriors? Yes, I don't I, know. I was undecided, and then when I watched the gameplay footage in the treehouse, it sold me. Okay. Um, I hated Hyrule Warriors. You hated but it. I think it. I hated it. Uh, that's one of the few Nintendo games I've ever traded in within a month. Like wow. Yeah, I despise that game, and I think it's because Zelda is such a story. Story, listen to me talk. Story, Sean Connery. It's such a story-driven game, and the characters are so iconic and unique and special to all the Zelda fans that when they're like coming up with this lame. I don't know, barely done story and creating characters and cobbling stuff together, and then Linkle. It, I just I hated it, but I think Fire Emblem, there's enough characters where they won't have to create any other than the two main ones that they did, and I'm fine with those two. I feel like it's a Fire Emblem is just a world where that works. Fair enough. Yeah. Long story I, short. I enjoyed uh, Hyrule Warriors. I didn't love it, but I had my fun with it. Hated it. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Two Zimas poured down the drain. Ooh. Hey, dude, Ooh. I'm drinking a Zima right now. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. Which they aren't very good, but hey. <laughs> but hey. And then last but not least, we got no new Elder Scrolls announcement, which I thought we would. But that just means, in my opinion, we'll, we'll get an Elder Scrolls announcement next E3, and it'll be out fall of 2018. Yeah, so fall in the E3. That's what I think will happen too. Cody. Uh, my list is actually pretty short. I didn't get the uh, tune in to the full um, E3 conferences and everything. But from what I did get, I'm a little salty that um, <laughs> Xbox One X is not called the Xbox Scorpio after it being its project name for so long. 
I was kind of hoping they would stick with it and release it under the name. Yeah. And Xbox One Scorpio. X is kind of lame. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it, it's lame also. It sounds super like Apple. I don't yeah. know. It's just like Xbox yeah. One X. I'm surprised it wasn't Xbox One Elite. Yeah. Although, if it releases Scorpio, I think that would be the best gaming console name I've ever heard. Yeah. That's usually how Should it be. goes, because even Nintendo stuff, when it's their, their just code names, been... are really cool, too. Yeah. So. Well, what was, the Switch was the NX, NX before, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I would have taken the yeah. NX. It could have been oh, yeah. Xbox 1.5. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's, it's PS4 Pro, but Xbox. Yeah. And then um, the only other thing... Um, also, going back to the Sony conference, uh, going that Sony focused so much on uh, virtual reality. Um, there's, I don't know if there's a giant market for it or something, but from the group and people I know, there's not many people who enjoy virtual reality games. So, hmm. Um, hmm. so seeing that. <laughs> Final. Yeah, Kyle is the only person I know in the entire world who likes VR, yeah. except for your like Samsung guys who have Samsung VR and think that's real VR when it's not. Yeah. So seeing that they brought a Final <laughs> Fantasy right. fishing virtual reality game Woo! and Skyrim, which is supposed to be third person into first person virtual reality game. <laughs> Exactly. So those hands, man. Did you see those hands? <laughs> the curve on those bow and when, arrows and everything like that. So when is Skyrim going to die? That's my question. <laughs> never. It just keeps It'll coming back. It's like a. It's a stinking. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what to call it. It's got it's a crazy a respawn timer. I was thinking about that earlier today. So I've been a huge fan of the Elder Scrolls series since forever. So and they've never been like hugely insanely popular like franchise. And then Skyrim drops, and then everybody's playing Skyrim. And it just got me questioning, why does everybody love Skyrim so much? Out of all of the Elder Scrolls, that is my second least favorite. Oblivion yeah. is my least favorite. And Morrowind's I is my top an favorite. So, like, why does everybody love Skyrim? And, Jake, you're right. It keeps coming back, and I don't know why. I can tell you why it's everyone's favorite. Why? Because it's an RPG for dummies. <laughs> Basically. Sorry to the general gaming population, but your average human is a moron who doesn't want to sit through stats for forever, min-maxing gear and trying to make the best character and leveling up this and that, and they want to be able to do everything at the same time. Their guy's a master swordsman, archer, magician, everything. Can wear heavy and light armor. That's not what RPGs are about. Get out of here, Skyrim. Go home, you're drunk. Ouch. Anyways, my disappointment was no below announcement, which I've been wanting to see for a while. Uh, nothing from Play Dead Studios, who made Inside and Limbo. I I didn't think we would see anything, yeah. but it still was kind of in the back of my head. Like I'd like to see what what their next project is that they're working on. They're working on something because uh, oh, yeah. I remember I think it was on Podcast Unlocked when they they were talking when Inside first came out and stuff. Basically. They have this history of like not being in the media at all. And so yeah. we probably won't know what their next project is until it's like three or four months away from being finished. Yeah. And they're not. And the thing about their games is, is they don't really elaborate on the story. They just they let you figure it out in your head. And then that's the story in your head. Because 
I still don't know what Inside's about, and I and I have ideas in my head, but it's just I don't know. They they leave it to the imagination, we need to start which I appreciate. A little- counter on our episodes for how many episodes in a row we can go and mention inside because i think hey, it's been every episode it is yeah. and, Beyond I, and Evil. I, it's up there i was looking forward to seeing just maybe one just a snippet of something that they were working on and lastly every time i looked at chat i, I saw talk about skate four and i never <laughs> saw skate four i'm sorry so kyle disappointed by that <laughs> I think we need a new skate game. Oh, oh not, for sure. Not anything built off Skate 3, but because that game was a little different. It was a turd. It was a little special. <laughs> Indie games at E3 to keep an eye on. Carrington, you mentioned Wargroove. Yeah, so Wargroove is basically a huge homage to something like Fire Emblem or Advance Wars, more so Advance Wars than Fire Emblem. So mm-hmm. it was announced a couple months ago during Nintendo's Indie Direct. Um, so it's definitely coming to the Switch. Um, but uh, Chucklefish uh, showed it off during the PC gaming show. So it was the same exact trailer they showed during the Nintendo Indie uh, Direct. But they also showed live gameplay, which got me mm-hmm. super excited. So you can like script your own mission and then just put it out there for other people to play, which I'm excited for. So I love having that ability and that freedom to do those kinds of things. And so and I'm hoping – I it might be one of those games I'll get on both PC and Switch actually. Yeah. I I honestly don't know anything about it. I saw a couple screenshots, but you said it's like Fire Emblem. So do you get characters in the permadeath? So it's not like Fire Emblem in that sense. I was just talking about like the turn-based strategy. It's more okay. so like Advance Wars. So Advance Wars, okay. you have, that makes you have like a, an HQ that you're trying to protect. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of times you're trying to capture the enemy's HQ and you can build units, um, and you have, you know, credits and things you have to earn and, and try and build up and so, so you can build certain units and even the, the little, uh, cinematics that play when your units enter battle, is just like advance wars. So I'm super yeah. excited for this. Uh, last night, I already mentioned that I'm looking forward to it, uh, being released. I don't know when it'll be released, but sometime Sometime hopefully within the next year. Uh, Jake, you mentioned Starlink. Yeah, um, it's the game. The gameplay looks a lot like kind of like No No Man's Sky, but obviously super different. It's made by Ubisoft, so I mean, it's one of their smaller studios. So it is. I mean, it's technically an indie, but it is one of the bigger publishers. Um, but it's kind of taken that space fighting and twisting it with with the action figure kind of spin video games are, that are pretty popular video games right now, like Amiibo and um, Skylanders. That's right. So my yeah. only concern with the game, it's a really neat concept, and it looks really cool. Like, you can be in battle, and, like, let's say this enemy has a specific type of shield, and you need an energy weapon instead of a normal, you know, blaster or whatever. You can just pull the guns off your ship and put separate ones on your actual figurine like change the look of your ship and it'll change the way it looks in the game so pretty pretty interesting concept the only thing that would kill it is if it's crazy expensive and also if it's like pay to win like limited release for the best guns and you can only find them on ebay for four hundred dollars because some turd went and bought them all on the internet or whatever i i was wondering that too i wonder if the the stuff that you buy for your ship is going to be expensive 
And, and if it does, well, like, the fact that it's coming it. to Switch also, I think, is a fantastic idea. Because we were talking about uh, recently in, in most recent episodes that Nintendo needs that huge triple a third party support, and Ubisoft is giving it to them for sure. And mm-hmm. I'm excited. So let's see. Starlink last night, Wargroove. Uh, we finally got a release date for Cuphead. Yeah, yeah. September. Ooh. 92917 my uh birthday is when it'll be released which is pretty cool very nice uh hopefully it doesn't get pushed back anymore the game looks great it i i love the art style of that game and i hear that it's pretty challenging so i'm super excited for I'll that i'll definitely be picking up that picking that up for sure a uh, couple other ones just to mention um sundered metroidvania style 2d platformer i figure you might be interested in that jake yeah, it looks great. I watched it. The art style is terrific. Uh, it's definitely on my watch list. It was mentioned previously, but they showed a new trailer uh, during E3. So I like to, I like to see that. It's supposed to be released in July at some point. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Never played the first one. It looked beautiful. This one looks really good as well. Tacoma, which is published by Fulbright. They're known for their first-person experience game, Gone Home. And... From, I think it was Polygon that mentioned it, the aesthetics of the game is similar to Rapture from Bioshock. So it'll be pretty neat to explore that world. Last, do you guys remember Deep Rock Galactic? I do not. Is that the one that looked like Minecraft with guns? Uh, Kind of. Yeah, I mean like space futuristic Minecraft. I think it was you, me, and Krabs were in party when we were watching this. If I remember correctly, it was at uh, Microsoft's, yeah conference uh these guys were just kind of digging through a hole um, yeah and the spiders yeah that was nuts yeah we yeah. were kind of wondering because they weren't doing anything uh with their blasters that they had and and we were like well are they going to use them are they going to use them to dig what it's going to happen and then they dig through this hole and all these spiders and bugs start just pouring out of the hole yeah so, that was really cool i can't wait for it, that yeah it looks it looks pretty neat it's uh I don't know. I'm excited to see more about it. And if it's more like a Minecraft game where you build and explore, if it's just a strictly exploration game, uh, that is everything that I have down for E3. Um, guys, do you have anything else you'd like to contribute? Yes. To? So we ran a poll okay. on our Twitter um, asking everyone out there who they think, quote, won uh, E3 out of the, the big three. Um, so Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, um, PC was thrown in there as well. So with 117 votes, Nintendo won with 57% of those votes. And I have to agree. (laughs) (laughs) I made like a hundred different accounts and just voted for Nintendo. (laughs) Well. Bethesda won. LOL. (laughs) uh, Devolver Digital. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's, that's awesome. I kind of felt per- I personally felt they won. I know not all of you feel the same about that, but their their treehouse and and their presentation for the games was on point. On this year. point, like Nintendo needed to bring it if they wanted people to get excited for the Switch, even 3DS stuff. And I felt like between the big three, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, Nintendo had the best conference out of the three. Yeah, by far. I agree. By far. Uh, lastly, uh, the previous episode um the th- three of us co or not cody because cody you just joined us this episode 
myself, Carrington, and Jake threw in our our bold predictions. Bold, bold predictions. That's right. And uh, well, who won? Well, I said Beyond Good and Evil Two was going to be announced, and it would be a Switch exclusive or a Switch time exclusive. That didn't happen, except outside of the announcement. You know, it didn't. No platforms were announced, so. I don't know why you guys want to go about doing this, but I do think that we should open up to our fans as far as ideas for us to do for our Wheel of Fate. So if you guys have okay. any ideas, tweet them at us for sure. Uh, make sure they are, you know, within reason, you know, safe to do, but still funny and maybe slightly embarrassing that you want us to see. Um, just to give us some ideas of what to do. And we will for sure spin it on the next episode. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I reached for the stars, <laughs> and I said Nintendo would announce Metroid Prime Four, which I was right it. on. You stop there. You got to stop there. And a new Kid Icarus, and a new F Zero. So I was one for three. The other two I kind of added as a joke because I felt like shooting myself in the foot. Uh, but uh, yeah. I got one right. I'm happy with that. So I still I lost big time. I lost I lost real real good. Well, and I went for VR was going to steal the show, and as we all know, they stole the show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Again, big flop. Uh, so we all lost. So we'll all be spinning the wheel. Uh, you can tweet at us ideas that we will do. We'll get the uh, wheel put together by the next episode. Yeah, and. Uh, we will somehow present that to you in video format, either YouTube, Instagram, just some some way of doing it. Depends on how long the video is. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Uh, that is our E3. Uh, top things we liked about it, our disappointments, the indie games that we're excited for out of E3, plus our Wheel of Fate results, Wheel which was everyone fate. lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think I should strip that out and then put that for the next episode <laughs> and uh now that e3 is over with i actually have a quite a few interviews lined up for us so guys everyone out there stay tuned i am excited yes. i am excited yeah. so bring it back bring back the interviews everyone yeah and getting back to a regular oh i guess yeah our last episode wasn't very regular but we're gonna get back to a regular schedule and hopefully uh, not incredibly long episodes unless that's what you guys want yeah <laughs> kudos to cody want. for Hanging in there with us this episode. Yeah, this man. has been a, uh, an interesting we, uh, inauguration. You guys will be here. Definitely more of Cody. Gawky. Might need some of your sake there, Carrington. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> trust me. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at RealDudes underscore pod. Instagram, RealDudesPodcast. Facebook, RealDudesPod. Twitch, uh, RealDudesPod. <laughs> I can't even say it anymore. Real Dudes Pod. And then if you have any questions for us that you would like for us to, to discuss on the show, email us at realdudespod at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> have a good day. Slop, love, chunk.
from dad <clears throat> all right save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with progressive can i take these off all right what is this this looks good wow that's what man where did you get this i'm talking to you with the hair yeah where did you get this it's good stuff that's solid that's not veneer that's solid stuff progressive can't save you from becoming your parents but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers discounts not available in all states or situations and now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what, man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. 
Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer, that's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.